Uncovering the reality of the learning to trade journey can be tricky in an industry filled with many myths and misconceptions. The aim of this podcast is to generate clarity over this journey through documenting the challenges and the solutions I personally experience as I move through the process from novice to consistently profitable trader. Everyone's trading journey is unique, yet if a shared tip or trick in this podcast can shave even 1% off of your learning curve, then that will be a job well done. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So in today's episode, I have my brother Josh here. I know quite a few people have been looking forward to listening to this because they're following both me and him on Instagram. Whilst I'm tracking my trading journey, he's tracking his Amazon FBA journey. And the reason I wanted to get him on is number one, to talk about work ethic, psychology, because those of you who follow him know that he's just 24-7 on it. Um, but also, in terms of relating to trading, he actually started learning to trade a couple years ago and after a while decided it wasn't for him and was self-aware enough to kind of quit that and find something he did enjoy to do. So I thought it would be interesting to hear from someone on the other side of the coin. So to begin with, Josh, can you just explain who you are, what you do and where people can find you? Um, yeah, so I'm Naomi's brother. Um, <laughs> I'm doing Amazon um, FBA slash reselling part-time along with working as a delivery driver full-time. Um, like Naomi said, I've I've tasted a few different things to try and work out what what was my thing, and trading was just one of those on the journey to sort of finding um, the holy grail at the end of it. I'm actually working towards becoming full time on Amazon um, in the new year. It's one of my news resolutions to sort of ditch the day job and get full time. You can find me on Instagram at Profit Joshy. Profit Josh was unfortunately taken by someone who barely uses Instagram, but you know that's how life goes. You should try and buy it off them or I, tell I, them. I, I actually messaged him and was really? like, Really? What did he say? Deactivate just blank me. He doesn't use it. That's Inactive. I might message Instagram, but you know. Yeah, you that. should. Yeah, so to begin with, what did you think trading was when you first got into it? Because it was like 2015, wasn't it? Because I remember I was in Norwich at the time. Yeah, um, to be honest, my, my only education of trading at first was the film The Wolf of Wall Street, which is not even really for trading like you did. It's more so stocks not, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, so obviously wrong. At the time, yeah. I watched it. It's a good film. It's funny. It's it's, it's entertaining. Um, oh my god! Where's grandma? I Where's grandma? Downstairs. So, like, it's probably laughable to a lot of your followers who are seriously deep into the trading game for me to say my only education on trading was this, this Hollywood blockbuster film. Mm. But that's literally what it was. I've seen it, I've watched it a good few times. Um, it looked like it's romantic, it's sexy, it makes money very, looks like it's very easy. You know I mean? he, he barely puts any work in the film, it just sort of comes naturally yeah. to him. And because a lot of people told me when I from a natural salesman, and that's basically what he does in the film, he's not doing trading like you are, yeah. he's selling stocks and shares. Yeah. But I just thought, well, I could fucking do that. I'm good at selling stuff. So I sort of, um, I looked into it. It's, it, it's attractive, isn't it? It's big money. It's attractive. Mm-hmm. And I think it started off with me and you going to um, connect. No, we, no, no. It started off watching the millionaire. Oh, yeah. The millionaire traders. Yeah. Um, um, Lex it's good. It's good entertainment. Yeah, I wouldn't it is. try and learn anything from yeah. it. It was de- we watched it a good few times. Yeah. We, we were in hysterics because he's so straight to the point. Just, the, just a funny guy to watch, um, and that's where it started from there. I think. Yeah, it is interesting those films because I do feel like it just sends, sells the end product. Like even when you look at what I'm doing, was that shown in that film at all? Um, I remember thinking at the time, 
I bet there was such an influx of people trying to be stock traders after that film came out. Like, I bet it just went yeah. wild. And I was one of those, I didn't get to that point, but I was one of the people who got sucked up in that, yeah. like, quick money. And because it's a true story as well, but obviously back then yeah. you know, things are a bit different. But So in terms of, because we obviously both took, like, this mini course, what did you think when we were doing that? Was that the one on, online I was doing? It was like an academy of something. Yeah, and we were both doing it online. Yeah, I think right from the get-go, it was clear Naomi understood it more than I did. That was just uh, clear, I think. Oh, okay. Like, I thought I, you were quicker. I, I did. I, I chucked myself into the game as hard as I was like, this is what I'm going to do for the rest yeah. of my life from now on. But I think it was very clear after the first couple of weeks that you got it more you than I did. You weren't as interested. You said yeah. certain things. That, and the, yeah, the other thing was, I, was work, I can't remember what I was working at the time. I think it was a uh, solar panel salesman. Um, I would come after work and like throw myself into this course after work and just couldn't get my head into yeah. it. Um, it's different now. I work all day. I'm shattered. But I can still my throw myself into Amazon because it's more of a hobby. And because you love it. I yeah. love it, exactly. Yeah. So it's much easier to do it now than it was back then. So in terms of when we were doing that course then, um, how were your... I mean, to me, the course we were doing wasn't really a great idea of what trading is anyway compared mm. to what I'm doing now. But how did that like meet your expectations of what it was going to be how did the reality kind of full disclosure that? i can barely remember this course uh, you mentioned about 15 minutes ago <laughs> as you can tell i was pretty more in depth when we were doing it because i can remember i remember it. That it was like a webinar wasn't it the guy was yeah. talking and we had to take it was notes. live yeah yeah um it didn't sink in past you know yeah. i yeah i didn't even remember it happening until you just mentioned it because for me it was basically this is why for example if someone asks me how to learn to trade i always say tier one trading and because it's online, I think people assume it's going to be like one of those Google courses where you just can find the information on some, I don't know, on a Google search. Because of that experience I had, well, we had when we were doing it, and it was just like, what is investing? Where did you find that course? A definition of investing. Like Google, I probably just typed in like, learn to trade, and, just, and it just popped up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. But, um,. Yeah, but then we also went to a an event of a broker. Because were you still interested in then? Or yeah. it, it was that Lex Van Damme was speaking, I oh, think we yeah. both wanted and to it, see I think because talk. we both found him so entertaining, yeah. we, we said we'll both go, and I come up from um, yeah. Devon. We and we were both like, wow, Canary Wharf. Canary, yeah, yeah, it was like going to Canary Wharf, and like, we're saying, that's going to be our office on the top yeah. floor there, and this, that, and the other. And it was good. Like I remember it was good. It was a good atmosphere. The people there... I think it became clear to me very quickly when we were there when he asked for questions yeah. that I was like way out of my depth because people were like, what's the pip? Da, 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 and I was just like, fucking, I don't even yeah, know what true. that means. Um, but it was, it was usually, and we left, literally, I remember saying on the, on the um, what's it called, the Doctor's Railway, it was called Yeah, DLR. I remember say, you saying like, like in five years time, like we're going to look back on this moment. Yeah. And we are sort of yeah, doing that right are. now, do you yeah, know what I mean? But it is true. not as we imagined, which is yeah. quite interesting. But it is interesting, because I remember that event, he was going over the concept of Fibonacci. I remember Fibonacci. Do you remember, yeah? yeah. I do remember that. And um, he was like, oh, but I use it in conjunction with other things when I'm trading. But I remember thinking, oh, you must just be able to use that to learn to trade. Yeah, yeah. Like you literally just need to understand that and nothing to do with learning to reprice or anything. Which again, in my opinion, these broker events, they're so misleading because they, even though he said that, like, mm. I do feel like it just goes over your head and you're like, they're teaching about Fibonacci. I need to learn Fibonacci. I don't, to trade, like, rather than yeah, actually understanding was, a price chart. It was a very basic sort of event, wasn't it? it, was, it like, each person yeah, spoke, like, basic. 45 minutes or something. Yeah. And I think the main goal of the event was to get you to use this certain app to yes. trade with. Like, that was... He's a celebrity. They brought him in to draw the people yeah, in. Yeah, true. So it wasn't like... Now, looking back on it, you can see it wasn't, yeah. like, destined for us to yeah. learn a lot from there. It yeah. was more of a sort of um, advert. And also, even when you think about what we wanted then, like, to work in Canary Wharf, I remember yeah. even wanted to bloody live there. Yeah. Now, I'm just, like, I, c I would rather yeah, be far real. away in yeah. the, I don't know, around the greenery rather than around all those buildings. Yeah, definitely. So, 
we also during this time um traded i pr- uh, i prefer to refer to it as gambling because if you're trading with no idea on what you're doing it's not trading it's gambling but we both gambled the brexit, brexit. yeah so how did you find that because we were literally up from like <laughs> i remember josh got back after work and we were just on the phone for literally like five hours. I was in Norwich, he was in Devon, and we were just attempting to trade it. How uh, did you find that? The clearest thing I remember is, like, I'm sure someone correct me if I'm wrong here, but the price got to 150 so against Euro, and it just plummeted from there all the way down. I remember thinking if we had just sold it at 150, yeah. it's always like you look back and you think, the if, hindsight, if I did, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so Naomi was basically just sort of, you were more calling the shots, like when to do this, when to do that. And we were both trying to trade it together. And I was thinking, I'm not going to go there. We, and I think you, you made a couple hundred quid out of that. Yeah, store. because we both finished at like 5am. No, no, no. This, here's what happened. So Naomi finished at 5am. And then and I, I thought we both finished. I couldn't sleep. So I was like, I'm going to make more money off this. So I kept on trading, blindly guessing that it was going to go the same way. I just thought we'd both called it quits. The, yeah, and then like an money. hour later, I get a call from Josh. <laughs> being like... I've lost all my money because he continued to do it. Got but a horrible gambling. But in the days after that, I ended up losing um, all the money as well. It's just, it's, I just gave it all back gambling. to the It's like it is gambling, what I compare yeah. it to if Arsenal, Man United play, and you never watch football for, and you just stick your money on yeah. one of them to win. It's up or down. Do you yeah, know what I mean? exactly. That's exactly what it complete, was. complete guesswork. Um, so, in addition to that, how did you then kind of? Yeah, so what put you off? Why did you think this isn't for me? I'm, I'm pretty sure. I can't remember if it was before or after the Brexit event. I, w- I was trading on an app on my phone. Because I remember my friend, who, funnily enough, he'll probably listen to this. Funnily enough, he's into he got into Bitcoin afterwards. But he was saying it's a waste of time, it's gambling, this, that, the other. And I was like, no, this is what I'm going to do. You know? yeah. and I, I was only trading very minute amounts of money just to sort of... But, you know, I, I did lose money over time. Um, sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> the reality of it, yeah. Um, no, why did you decide it wasn't for you? I, I just didn't love it. Like from, if I in hindsight when I look back, it was clear from the start when we were doing that online course that I just wasn't investing yeah. in it. Now, from seeing from doing something I love now and looking back, it's just so obvious that if you can't do it all the time yeah. and like you have like do it for years without getting paid once and still be True. there, yeah. it's just not for you. Do yeah. you know what I mean, if you're if you're looking to get a quick easy fix of trading, you listen to this. That's what it was. We both thought it was get rich quick. Exactly. Really, and didn't I, we? When I realised that was not the case, and we have to work and I thought I don't like yeah. I, I don't like mathematics I don't like yeah like, I like looking at the charts and they, they look cool to like when you put a picture but you're on not Instagram, interested in cool. understanding yeah, it yeah anything deeper yeah. than that um I'm just wasn't interested in it uh, yeah I mean it's interesting because I was the same I thought it was get rich quick but I feel like I was also like fascinated by it and wanted yeah. to learn whereas I just wasn't yeah. I was just just so was it one day quick. you just thought you know this isn't for me and then just I think didn't. I think you didn't have the time as well did you because you're working really yeah long hours I think if I remember rightly it was d30 I traded on and I, I rinsed, it's quite volatile if I'm uh, yeah, yeah. I rinsed all my money that well, I had the in my account. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, on that. And after I was just like, this is gambling. Yeah. I, I've already do the Bet365 app. Yeah. This is just another one of them. So I just let it go. And then... Um, but neither of us, I mean, when it came to like position sizing, how you're entering a trade. No idea. Same. Actually. And that's probably why if you were trying to trade an indice, because the position sizing is going to be different compared to like a Forex fair. 
it's not actually more volatile, I don't think, anyway. But it will just, it will affect you more because yeah, we, of we were the sort of doing like size. trend lines, RSI, things like this. Yeah. Like RSI. And I thought like I knew what I was looking at, but I just didn't have a clue. Yeah, really. basically it's just guesswork. It's like, oh, it's up going down, up. Yeah, it's <laughs> Click just, buy it and then yeah. you get a down candle and you freak out and exit the trade. Yeah, exactly. So in terms of now you're obviously fine, you found something you love to do. How did you even come across like Amazon because like obviously for a while I don't think you kind of were sure on what you wanted it's like a funny um, combination of events like to be honest like why when people ask me that normally I put it down to like I just saw Naomi was just so invested in like so dedicated to what she was doing and and our other brother Damien as well he's he got the same buzz off it like we were both like I want to do something like that do you know what I mean like I want to work hard at something um for the future and I remember we were just talking about before we started recording but I remember I came here and we were all sitting at the table and like we're trying to work out what should Josh do for the rest of the life, and you were like sell antiques, and I was like, I don't. Dad said sell antiques, yeah. yeah. Antiques. And I was like, I don't want to talk, talk about it. Well, you've always said I should be an estate agent or something. Yeah, like that. something where you're selling, because selling, you're selling, good selling. at it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just um, I, I did do eBay. I have done eBay in the past. I've sold in stages of my life. I've I have sold quite a lot on eBay in the past. So I reverted to that. Gary V's a, a massive influence to me as well, and he, you know, he does the flip stuff. And wasn't your at the time girlfriend also reselling, or she was starting the business? Of, yeah, but it's still online. Yeah, it's a bit, it was that. a bit of a different business um, that I sort of like pushed her to do in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but for me, like going into the charity shop and finding stuff at the time was a great buzz. And when I started documenting it as well, and it's sort of like. Um, sometimes you want to you want to boast to someone but people in real life yeah. don't care about the so mug you true. bought for a pound for yeah. four pounds so like Instagram I started documenting it half for Gary V half because I was like I'm so proud of these soup mugs that I found yeah. they're brilliant and, and I started putting them there and then um, I'm sure like many people in my game Reezy Reese I saw he did a big amount of book sales in a year and I started getting out there and scanning oh, yeah. books and just um, you know chucked myself in the deep end and made a lot of expensive mistakes you know, these days, newcomers, they'll, they'll message me or message a lot of other people a lot of times before throwing themselves in and making these sort of mistakes. Yeah. I didn't do that. And Naomi knows I'm quite an impatient person. It's very impatient. Literally just got out there and just started filling my car full of books and sending them in. But um, I actually think that's why this suits you as well, though, is because it's not like you're spending ages understanding one product. Mm. You kind of make a decision on it, it's done. Yeah, yeah. Even though, like, the process is long and you've got to be determined with that in, like, the long-term things... Day to day, it's not like you're like, oh, I'm having to sit here and analyze something. Yeah. You like doing oh, yeah, things. Sure. That's what there, it is. There, you like there's doing. Other, there's other people who very successfully sell stuff with huge analysis on it. I know yeah, there's exactly. one guy who sells books, does huge uh, analysis of the last year of sales. And I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. I never do it. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I don't do that. It's not your personality. I do it off instinct and I do it off. But I think that's why you're good at what you're doing is because you make quick decisions. Like, even when I've tried to do some reselling, I would take so long because I haven't got a clue. And also, like, the other way around, because I'm, like, not interested in doing it, Mm. it just... I lose motivation Mm. so quickly, yeah. I know a lot lot of people, I'm just thinking now, who um, they openly admit they overthink things and overanalyze. And they they are working on that to try and you want to you want to be in the middle really. I'm I'm extreme one end, and like for instance, Christos, a um, very close friend of mine, um, on Amazon. He I remember him saying a few months ago he over analyzes hugely and takes a long time to make decisions. Mm-hmm. So we're at each end of the scale. Really, you want to be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And it's the same with trading, you know, like. But you're not like um, I don't know, hell to the wind. Like I'm just going to buy this without doing any research. Like you do do your research, but you just don't spend ages pondering. Uh, 
I, I'll be honest with you, I, I do, 90% of the time I buy off instinct and brand So literally knowledge. if you just see something. Yeah. But it's based well, on... You, a, you, you scan it, you, you, see the, you scan it with your phone, you see the price. Yeah. Um, and in a, there and then I think, do I know this brand? Have I seen it before? Has it been around a long time? How popular is it right now? And if all of the things tick in my head, I just buy it like that. And then if it doesn't sell, it doesn't sell. Do you know what I mean? You don't lose yeah. much by not selling. You can always... Um, you know, either take it to eBay, take it back to the shop, whatever you want. But I'm very, very impulsive with my buying yeah. habits for Amazon. It, it works for me most yeah. of the time. Yeah, to be you've obviously done really well with yeah. it. Um, so, what is your mindset though when it comes to reselling? Because obviously, I mean, I know just because I'm obviously related to you, yeah. but also on Instagram, as other people can see, you're literally at it from the morning when it's dark outside, going to your job, and then always, just always working. Where does that drive come from? Um, I think, like, since I was very young, I've just thought um, I'm not destined to just do, like, a nine-to-five job my whole life. Um, and a long, a lot of years, I was waiting for something to fall in my lap. I just thought, I, I know I'm not destined to nine-to-five, but I don't know what it's going to be, but I know it's going to come to me eventually. And then, like, time's ticking on, I'm thinking, I don't think it's going to come to me just like that. I think yeah. I've got to put some work in. And that's when I was sort of, like, you know, tasting a bit of trading, tasting some sales, seeing what I could do. Um, and this has just come to me now and I just, you know, there's a clear path ahead to, it's financial freedom as well. I don't have a figure I want, like, I know you go on about like a millionaire is not the thing to aim yeah. for. I don't really have a figure in my head. I, we were even saying the other day, I met, I met with a few other resellers, we were saying even to get paid £100,000 a year clear profit would be absolutely like top for me. I don't, I don't need millions probably. Yeah. I, I, you know, I probably will take it that far because yeah. I love it so much I probably won't stop. Um, but just building from from the dirt and just building up very slowly and putting in work and working as a waiter and getting talked down to and just the I, I love the process going now. so low to go yeah. so high do you know what I mean yeah. I really love that and like people say to um, say to me about you know not wanting to do this and that and I think like if someone said to me the only way you can go, you're going to be able to find Amazon to clean toilets at McDonald's or any other job you can think of doing sorry if anyone works at McDonald's um, I would do it and I would yeah. love it and I would like really yeah. enjoy doing it because I, rem- I know in a few years time I'll be telling this story yeah. again do you know what I mean and also you can say that because you literally have been doing stuff like you're telling me funny stories when you were a waiter when you yeah. do this and that and that's it's the funeral, reality of how you've lived that's on the phone like I just took, exactly. what, you've done I so took whatever job yeah. someone would give me and because I was, I was doing reselling full time at the beginning of the year and um, my cash flow just ran dry because I was spending on products and the money doesn't come out of Amazon as quick as you like it to. And I just literally took the first job that would have you, which was selling funerals on the phone. Bloody like, hell. Like, can you imagine how hard that is? Calling people like, do you want to buy your own funeral? And they're like, do you know what I mean? No Who would you about. even target? Old people? Yeah, it was like over 55s. Oh Most of us, I sold will plans rather than funerals. Funerals like the I holy grail. Like you get yeah. a big payout if you get a funeral. And most of us sold wills. Um, and because... It, it was frustrating me because no one can you imagine someone to ask you yeah. like, like it was frustrating me so I went to, to be a waiter a for a bit as well and um, I really see that as like even though it wasn't a bad job I see that as quite low I got talked down to a lot by the customers by the other staff and I really held it together because I thought this is so this is part of the strong foundation yeah. but also you always turned it into funny things yeah. I feel like you always like say for example I remember you saying that someone you were working with she was just so negative about everything. <laughs> like she, you said that she needed like the uh, the guy that left. Um, he didn't clear up or something, and you're like, oh, I'll just do it because you just can't be bothered for the headache. And she was like, no, I want him to see. Yeah. That. <laughs> He's not done. Yeah. Like you want, she wanted to be it, negative all the time. It, it was it was a bad <laughs> atmosphere at work, but because I was so I, I was very really deep in the reselling community at this point, which 
like I know we're gonna touch on community later, but just to get in any community that like of your sector to get in and like it's helped me so I can't put into words how much it's helped me yeah. just having those people around me because in real life you know you know my closest friends they listen to me they're they're, they're interested they're happy for me but they we can't they're not go, interested, yeah, can't go, interested yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and because I was already deep into that community it really helped me at that job because I would I could leave and I could have a laugh about it rather than you know dwelling on it and being negative yeah. and leaving work like that um, in terms, okay, just before we get into community, because when you're talking about you want financial independence, it's mm. interesting because you used to be all about like designer clothes and mm. stuff. What shifted your mindset towards that? Because obviously you could be on a hundred thousand a year, you could be on a million a year, yeah, but if your expenses are one point five million, 100%. you're still in the same position as someone earning less. I don't know when the switch flipped. Like Naomi said, I I didn't think this. We just said it. I used to be like the most materialistic yeah. person you've ever met in your life. Like. You can't get more. Is it? It's a bit of a London thing, I think. Certain parts of London, like it's just, it was just waving like that. And then it was the beginning of this year. I just looked around and I was like, I don't need any of this stuff. And that's how I got the seed money to start reselling. Was I sold oh, all of my clothes? Wow. Okay. Like, you know, you can ask people who knew me at the time. I wasn't on Instagram at the time. I sold all of my clothes. I had two pairs of trousers left. I had like two t-shirts and a jacket. And like, I sold all my shoes. I sold everything. Yeah. To get this money to to because I wasn't like I said I wasn't working at the time to fund my eBay reselling and then it's it did fund some of my Amazon stuff too I, I was very careful at the beginning with taking money out of the bank account putting it back in um, and after a while um, um, and after a while you know um, yeah, it, you know it, it gone on from there you just realised it wasn't worth it yeah. okay so then moving into community because obviously for me my community like trading tier one some people are from Instagram but a lot are because they're from tier one so it's kind of like I've got a community from that but for you it's literally social media so how did that even develop to begin with um I think it was it was Gary V. I I, I blast on Gary V all the time. I know a lot of people say it's not healthy to hear. It works for me, yeah. you know. Wait, each, why do people say it's not healthy? Well, people say you know, he, uh, people I've spoken to say encourages too much work. Like, oh not, my god, not well, work. he literally like, says it's. Oh, right, right. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you, anyway. I agree. <laughs> each to their own. For me personally, it works to blast myself twenty four seven with it. It yeah. just works for me. Yeah. You know I mean, it helps me stay motivated. I like listening to him. I find him entertaining. Um, so at the start I was listening to him a lot and he was saying like documenting your journey from the beginning and I'm so happy I posted the other day about no, I was listening to your podcast the other day and you said no one can ever tell me I'm a scam artist because here it is from the start yeah. to now same with me you used to look at my first post on Instagram I was buying soup mugs for £1 each yeah. and making a set of them saving them up in my house and getting all excited yeah. with these soup mugs and flipping them for like 15 quid and you posted when your account was negative right at the beginning yeah, I, yeah. I've I've gone literally I, I haven't tried to cover up anything I, that, I think that's like a some people say sort of drawn to that because you know I'm not I'm not faking it till I make it I'm doing the other thing where I'd rather post bad stuff yeah. rather than good stuff because it's always a learning experience and if I learn from it it means other people can too yeah 100% um, um, but your question was about the community yeah. I'll go into that I went off topic um, see I started posting I started using hashtags I started following other people um, you know who I looked up to who, who had way more experience like than I did um I I put a thing up the other day like the first people I followed so like, like you're saying like Reezy Corey yeah Reezy Resales Corey Power Reselling um, there was just a lot of people it was eBay at first I was so conscious I didn't even know Amazon was a oh, thing okay um, funnily enough Jordan who um, Am's Jordan Instagram who you know is, is in full flow at the moment he mentioned it before January so like December I think we were on holiday we come back from holiday and he turned around to me and said do you know anyone can sell on Amazon and I was like 
No, I think it's just companies. I thought it was just... I, I was a bit confused whether it was Amazon selling on Amazon or it was big companies selling on Amazon. But I thought eBay was the place. I don't think a, an individual could go onto Amazon. He just mentioned it in passing. We didn't think nothing else of it, but it was in the back of my mind from there. And as I progressed through the community, I saw Reezy Resales doing mega money on books. And I was like, I know where books are. I can get cheap oh, yeah, books. Oh, yeah, you did. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, I, I've, I've been you know, about a lot. And I thought I can get books like 5p a unit. You know, I, I can find lots yeah. of them. So I sort of flipped from me. I, I was doing still in the charity shops. But I sort of moved more into the books and just absolutely... Um, gone off topic again flooded Amazon with books but the community back yeah. to the community yeah more people started sort of coming like gravitating over I made sure I commented and left valuable comments on a lot of people's posts um, built strong connections with people from the get go but say people like I know like Christos Giorgio FBA Phil how did you was that literally well, just from following people we, or we, how did you come because I, I met these guys um, yesterday in London so Christos literally said like he, him and Giorgio sort of spotted me like going mad on the book but how the, from hashtags yeah it must be from hashtags just from yeah. The, yeah, hashtags general community but the book thing even though it cost me a lot of money in the long run because I had to end up removing all the books still have made a lot of mistakes the book thing is what really gravitated people to my Instagram <laughs> sorry I just remember something what <laughs> <laughs> I just remember at the beginning of your journey I can't remember this guy's name but I remember you were doing like backroom deals and he went in and was like can I do a backroom deal oh the American deal? guy and, and they were like the bathroom's the over there <laughs> Mm. yeah so it's that salesman thing so you know you go into the charity shop and having the confidence to say listen I love the books in your shelf but I know you've got some more in the back also the thing of, of like they can't shift the books and they're using that anyway um, so yeah we were talking about this the other day so Christos and Georgia sort of noticed me the guy in the UK who was just killing the book game well it looked like I was killing the book I thought I was killing the book game I wasn't lying to anyone you know it looked like I was killing it in the long run I was not killing it at all and they noticed me, and I remember Chris, I was talking to Chris a bit of backwards and forwards, and he said, I've got this friend, he wants to make you hats with your Instagram on it for free. Wait, he wants, okay. Like, he wants to make yeah, me merchandise for free. You? Yeah, he wants to make oh, me for free. Wow. I was like, okay, okay. What's the catch? She yeah. says, no catch. He's called Giorgio Flips. I'm giving a message. Okay. So I messaged this guy, I said, I heard you want to make me some hats. He said, yeah, I do. I said, well, what's the catch? Don't bullshit me, do you know what I mean? Tell me the, tell me the truth. What's the, there's no, no, now it was funny to talk about this the other day, and I, I really thought they were both trying to scam me together somehow. That, that, what was just, the catch? There wasn't a catch. You just, oh, you, wear the hats. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not personally going to wear hats as Prophet Josh you know, <laughs> you know I love my Instagram and yeah. stuff but um, I'm, uh, maybe I'm not a hat guy um, and then yeah Phil I think Phil said to me I was one of the first people he followed as well I think it was the hashtags the huge amounts of books I was posting and I was being very very open and honest with how much I was buying them for how much my potential profit was how I was doing it I was literally telling people where I was getting them from like, I'm, not, I'm not trying to hide yeah. it you know, abundance mindset yeah. there's enough out there for everyone um, I think that's what gravitated a lot of people to me. But it's interesting with that because I noticed, and it's kind of similar with trading, because with you, and I think I saw Crystal saying this, is that you can't say the specifics of every single thing you're selling because otherwise people are going to copy. So it's about sharing like the macro approach that you go after, yeah. maybe showing a bit here and there. Do you know what I mean? You, you have to be very careful. Like, So at the start, I used to post up everything, total transparency. Mm -hmm. And there's a um, there's a woman in Cornwall. I don't know if she listens or not. She's called um, at Buy List Sell, and she said to me very early on, "You will regret posting up everything you're buying." And I was like, "No, no, 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 no! I'm doing it for community, abundance mindset. Give, give, give. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm happy to do it." And she was like, "No, no, no! Seriously, you're going to regret this." And I was like, "Okay, whatever." Didn't listen to her. Um, so later when I post up some stuff, basically how Amazon works, just like a brief thing of it. Um, 
you go to the shop, you buy something, you sell it for more on Amazon, you all are on the same listing. It's not like either way, there's all separate listings. Everyone is on the one listing, competing on price. Mm. So all it takes is for one person to undercut the price by a big amount, suddenly your stock is obsolete, yeah. you can't sell it. And so I was posting up a lot of stuff, I got this from this shop and this, and all of a sudden, not saying there was lots of people watching, but there was, I was seeing more competition on each of my listings yeah. from people newcomers not understanding about the price match and dipping my prices and ruining it for me um so slowly over time phil also fba feels the same thing he said you know it's a mistake posting you over time i realized they were both 100 percent right and i was wrong yeah. i was trying to give too much there's, there's a fine line between you know helping people um also it can negatively impact someone by giving them too much in a plate yeah because like we said before if you're not enjoying the hunt and enjoying finding the items you know, it's probably not for you. If if you're giving it all, you're not going to learn. Yeah. You're not going to make mistakes and learn in the meantime. And even what you said about your friend Jordan, right? Yeah. That's the name. Um, is that because people think just because he's out with you sometimes, especially at the beginning when he got into it, that you were just giving him ideas. But you literally were telling me that you went in the shop with him. He goes and does his thing. Couldn't be even more Even from wrong, the yeah. beginning. And he just kind of had an yeah, eye he for had what a thing. to look for. It's literally, so many people messaged me and was like, oh, can I come out source you on that? I'm like, no, it just doesn't happen in this game. You could, you know, this not gonna, I'm not going to show you my secrets. Oh, but you go out with Jordan, though. All right, firstly, I've known Jordan way before reselling, like way, way, way. Like, I've known him like five, six years now. Um, secondly, exactly that. We went to the first shop and um, I walked past this shelf and he stopped straight away. I didn't tell him a single thing. To, he stopped and found this pencil case and he scanned it and it looked good and he bought like 10 or 15 of them and that turned out to be one of his best-selling ever products. He kept buying wow. more of them. And, you know... We've got a mutual respect. We don't step on each other's toes. And he, maybe, it, it, we go on long trips together. I'll say, hey, George, look at this. We split the stuff. We know we don't, we, neither of us cut each other's prices. But some stuff I only sell and he doesn't touch. Some yeah. stuff he only sells and I refuse to touch because it's his thing. He found it. He's very happy. He's making a lot of money off it. I don't want to come and be the yeah. competition there. That's really um, but yeah, a lot of people said, oh, at the beginning, Jordan's only doing so well because you've told him what to do. Yeah. Couldn't be more wrong. I purposely did not tell him what to do yeah. because of what I just said. It's just going to sabotage yourself it's gonna, as well. It's gonna, it's gonna, well, no, it, it probably wouldn't be right for me. It will sabotage him, whereas he won't be looking for stuff. He's just waiting for handouts yeah. from me, maybe. He's I don't know. just relying on you. He started, like you said, he started, he had the eye and he loves the hunt as much as I do now and it's worked out exactly. really well for him. And he's he's going to do probably double what I've done yeah. my first year. Um I did guide him on a way of not making the same mistakes I made, which is fair enough, do you know what I mean? Which really held me back at the beginning of the year. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just happy that my mistakes could help yeah. me Again, learning from the process else. rather than little details are just exactly. copying you. So, in terms of a community, though, um, like, how has that helped you psychologically? Do you feel like you'd be the exact same no. if you hadn't had that there? I, I, I definitely think if I had stayed off social media and kept it to myself, I wouldn't be where I am now. Um, at first it was the accountability of it I was posting without fail every day maybe two or three times a day and going out every day and, and you know and working on Amazon and I felt like you know at the time probably no one was even watching but I felt like if I don't if I go off for one day people say where's Josh it's he, accountability. he's burnt yeah. out he's fell off it's not for him do you know what I mean yeah. and that made me just go even harder and then as more people gravitate towards your Instagram people give you tips you give them tips you help them they help you I give as much as I've been helped. Yeah. I, I give relentlessly to anyone who asks me and it comes straight back and to me. And don't you just love it when someone DMs you just saying like, thanks so much for 100%. this post or this thing you did on your story. And even people I know who are in trading, who follow you, they always say like, your brother's got such a good mindset, like I love watching his videos. 
Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that wasn't me sitting too far away from the microphone. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's a brilliant. I, I always say to people, it's, it's made my day. It's given me such a warm feeling. They probably think, oh, like, oh yeah, it's just it's basic response. It's hundred percent true. Like, you know, throughout my life, I haven't really had that helping people uh, attitude, and it just it, it pays back in good feeling, yeah. and it pays back in you know. It's so nice to just like, do it, so isn't nice, it? Yeah. yeah, especially like you know. You never know, you could be changing people's lives yeah. just from social media. Well, that's the thing. Even when I had Jess on, who's a full-time mum, yeah, I got a message, someone saying, um, mm. thanks so much, I'm a full-time mum. Because there's no one in this industry who's doing what they're doing that they can kind of look at, and now there, someone's got a person where yeah. it's like, they're doing what I'm doing, and they're doing it well. I, I don't know, if, tell me if I'm wrong with trading. Do a lot of people who let out podcast stuff in the trading community do it from the top of the league or a lot of people yeah. doing it from the bottom and upwards mm, I feel like a lot of people tend to do it once they're live trading yeah. so it's like you're kind of already at that so point so people who aren't Whereas, live yeah. trading like well, but then it's funny because I told you I got a comment of someone being like oh she's not live trading yet why yeah, should we listen hilarious. to you it's like but I replied to that comment because there was a comment on YouTube and I was like the purpose of my podcast is journey documentation mm. yeah. And once he could see that, he was like, oh, like, well done, then, like, keep going. So it actually turned into a positive I, I remember you saying, and I know you've said it a lot of times, like, people just know Naomi says this, there was nothing out there for newcomers. Nothing. There's, it's literally, like, buy my course and get a Lamborghini, or it's, like, so complicated, you can't begin into it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so for you to start something from not even live trade, like, all the people around you, I know, are just getting massive value off this, because yeah. they're all in the same stage as you are. Yeah. And without that, like, I, just, I, I think it's really good to go... Don't fake it till you make it. Don't pretend you're further on your journey than you yeah. are. Just you know, show the mistakes and show. Because see, I started an Instagram once when, when I was with live trading, and I just post this is the trade I'm in. How does that bring anyone value? No, it doesn't. Like my rules are completely different to anything mm. you're doing. Are you going to benefit from seeing something that I've just entered? No. Unless then it's attracting the wrong crowd as well. You're attracting because both of us guys. we put we're they putting pay, out pay what, for signals or yeah, something. Yeah, and we're attracting to our pages like what we're putting out. Mm. That's why we don't get weirdos and stuff because mm. you're not attracting it. I so, get a couple of weirdos, yeah. but you know. They yeah. Wait, sorry, one, <laughs> one second, I should take a sip of my drink. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take a sip of my drink too. <laughs> Trademark. Um, TM, that shit. Yeah, um, I know what you mean. You attract the wrong kind of people who... I, I've had a few... You see people come and go when they come and they think it's a get-rich-quick. They realise that my Instagram's like like... 5% of the work I'm doing, do you know what I mean? Yeah. In the background, same with everyone else. So they realise, they come on, they think, oh my God, this guy, you know, he's done really well in 10 months. They don't see what goes in. And when yeah. they finally realise, same with me and trading, when you finally realise what's behind the scenes, you're like, fuck this, exactly. it's not for me, I'm going to go and do exactly. something. Because like the, you getting a sale or me, once I'm live trading and making money, that's just like the end product. Yeah. It's I, like all this work I, up to I, I do that, I post no the highlights because I'm so proud of what I'm doing. Sometimes yeah. I post on like, my best sales day, I post on my Instagram, People are like fucking hell, you're making like it looks like you're making yeah. loads of money. You've missed all the behind the scenes stuff, and I know we were saying about posting the the grit and the dirt rather than. The, but sometimes you're so proud, you just want to yeah, share course. it. Do you know what I mean? I want to tell everyone yeah. about. I want to share. And it also, think Louis, Joshua's mm. son, when he's like, I don't know, forty and has his own kids. I don't know. They're going to be able to look back yeah. on this, like literally the early days of whatever we're doing. Or whatever, yeah, they like, might be able to look yeah. at it from a virtual. Yeah, imagine reality. we could do that with our grandparents. It'd be like it'd be so be cool. Crazy. Or even if you think about someone you look up to, like even someone famous, if you could see the early days when they were struggling, going yeah. to auditions, getting you know your crap, your shit, your ugly, 
and now yeah. they're like huge yeah, that would exactly. be so cool to watch no one no one shows it from the beginning exactly because no one wants you because you feel embarrassed that you're an imposter but if you just document that's why document scenes that's good. what my story would be called it'd be called from the soup mug to a million in my head that was like your first thing it's the icon of my beginning and that was, was that from Gary V the mug life yeah, I wouldn't look at mugs otherwise because I thought sending them on eBay, they break easy, then they're just hard to yeah. send. We found, and people, like resellers know about the soup mugs I'm talking about. Everyone knows about these soup mugs. And it was just like, it's the icon for me because I just searched for these mugs and everything. That was the first one I looked for. Yeah. Then I looked for other stuff, do you know what I mean? And um, yeah, it's just a great icon. I'm sure I'll probably buy a collection off eBay to go on my shelf soon yeah. and help another reseller out who's selling them, do you know what I mean? Just like an antique thing. Um, yeah. It's interesting though, I mean, not to go into Gary V too much, but... Because obviously you listened to him a lot and it helped you at the beginning of your journey, mindset-wise, same with me. But for me, all I hear from him is um, do what makes you happy. Mm. Like your work ethic needs to match what's coming out of your mouth. So all he's saying is, yes, you need to work a lot if you're saying you want a 1% life. Yeah. How else are you going to get to that? So if you want a 1% life, you've got to do 1% things. We, I, had, I just had this conversation with my brother, um, Damien, who's... Wait, let me get his Instagram quick as I'm talking. It's, um, um, Art so. of Day. I think it is. Sorry for the pause. I just want to. Yeah, it's called the Art of Day Slight on Instagram. We were just having a conversation before Naomi got back, and we were saying about like I want certain things, Naomi wants certain things, he wants certain things. Our other brother, in, who lives in the Czech Republic, um, I think Damien said to him something like, you know, don't you want a little bit more from life? And he said, no. He said, bro, I'm happy. I got my job. I got exactly. my family. His main goal is just to have build a great Family childhood yeah. for his for his son, and that's it. And he he's he's all, content I said, with that. I said to Damon, it's so it makes me feel so warm inside. He's there right now, like he he's at his goal. He's there. He's yeah. content. He's happy. He's got what he wanted. We're happy too. Yeah. We're working towards a goal still, yeah. and he's reached his goal. And, and if anything, I actually used to be really jealous of one of my friends, Lauren, because she didn't have any like big ambitions. Like I want to do this, that. She was so content with literally yeah. just being with her boyfriend, having her dog, and a nine-to-five job and that's it and I was like wow imagine just being content with just like everything you have whereas for me it's like uh, there's always like more 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 in an ambitious way that you love doing it as well I feel like maybe for us yeah like I watch our mum and dad and they're like they are content as it goes they still got like money struggles they've got limitations because of money and things like that and I watch my friends and stuff like that everyone's limited because of money they want to do this they can't they they want to do this they have to go to work and they don't really like their job and, you know, a lot of motivational speakers say it. You spend so much of your life at work. Like, if you take off work and sleep in, it's like 75% of yeah. your life. And if you're going to hate your job, like, what's even the point of being alive? Yeah. Like, I'd rather go and live in a cave and, yeah. and you know, cook on the fire. I'd probably have a better time doing that than working at a job. I just feel so suppressed working for someone. Like, yeah. I literally hate work. Even if I was a trader for a prop firm, I hate just working under people. I think me, you and Dave have this in common where... Like, I've got a real problem with authority and told yeah, what to do. Yeah, I wonder why. It makes me want to do the opposite. If someone Same. just says to me, you know, can you go, yeah. like, at work, if they just ask me in, like, not a polite way, it makes me want to do the opposite yeah. instantly. And that's why I know I have to get out of And I think a lot of people is. don't like that, but they don't find it, like, insufferable. Like, I, I just can't do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It really, Like, it yes, really I'll do it for a short time. Over. Like, even now when I've got my part-time yeah. job, like, I'll do it. But... Long term, no. Like you said, I've I've had every job under the sun. I've been a fisherman selling windows and solar panels, blah, blah, blah. and the reason I don't stay in jobs very long is because they they tell me what yeah. to do one day, and I think fuck you, I'm yeah. gone. Do you know what I mean? And that's why I keep 
Because, you know, I'm, you know, my mum says, you know, why do you keep switching jobs yeah. all the time? That's the reason. You were a Josh of all trades and yeah. now you will be the master of one. Yeah. Josh <laughs> Although, again, for you, it's not like you want to... Because I think people are mistaken by you that Amazon's literally want to do what you want to do oh, until 100%. you die. And it's... No, but it's literally like a no, building it's, block. Yeah, yeah, it's a stepping it's a stone. Stepping it's stone. A stepping and I don't think people realise yeah, that Yeah, because the, I remember there was a live and... They, you asked the question, they were like, oh, Naomi's brother Josh, I think he's just full on Amazon, like he wants to do it for the rest of his life. Um, like, full disclosure with this, I paid £30,000 in Amazon fees in the last 10 months. Wow. So Jesus. do you think I want to pay, do you know what I mean? Imagine yeah. when it scales up, yeah. how much can we pay it? So my aim is to slowly go away from Amazon. Amazon's, I'll, I'll always do it. I love the, I love this chase, I love the buy and sell. Um, I always have this retail arbitrage account in the background but it's because just because you love it as well like yeah Gary v, I love it yeah, yeah yeah so I love it I'll keep yeah. doing it even though it's not making me loads of money but the the plan is to get the capital together to move on to bigger things yeah. where you can't go without the capital you need yeah. the, it's like a key to the door do you know what yeah. I mean you have to get it together first and a lot of people maybe work for 20 years and save money every yeah. week I'm not prepared to do that yeah. I'll, I'll do it this way yeah. my way and you know move but that's interesting because that just shows also say if you're learning to trade Jesus this is nearly 40 minutes yeah. um is that I'm wanting to do that via trading and I enjoy it, but Josh is wanting to do that via Amazon and he also enjoys that. So you can become financially independent either way. Just yeah. find something you want to do and then turn that into a way yeah, where you can get become... Your, get your capital yeah. together and, and then branch you go out. and do what you want, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's what I think. I think once the capital's together to branch out into as many... Everyone says it, you know, so it's got to be the right way to do it, to branch out into as many different things as you can and um, just diversify your income. Yeah. And then you, you, you can have freedom from there. But I think... Having all your eggs in one basket, whether it's trading yeah. or Amazon, is probably not a good yeah. idea. So finally finishing off, because I can see we've gone on for a while. What are you looking to do like in the next year in terms of Amazon, in terms of other things? What kind of your goals for 2020? Um, I'm going to quit my job early in 2020. I'm going to lease a van, which is going to, because everyone knows the trademark Mondeo. It's, it's on uh, its yeah. last legs. I'm going to lease a, a nice van, nothing too expensive, nothing too flash, but with good boot space. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go full time. I'm gonna go hard. I'm gonna do eBay in the week, like we just said, diversify my income away from Amazon. Um, I'm gonna do eBay in the week, Amazon on the weekends. So I have two the two different streams. Um, later on in the year, I'm gonna try and move into wholesale and private label. And I'm just you know the sky's the limit. And 2020 is the year where I just you know I live life to the to the absolute max yeah. and don't waste any more of that time. And also just to add to that because I just had a flashback. Because I remember, this was when you just started Amazon, we went for that massive London walk, do you remember? Yeah, yeah. And you were showing me, you were like, like I could just see it was going to work for you because I've never seen you pumped like this for like a long period of time. Like in the past, I thought like you would be pumped, but within a week, yeah, you'd just be like, <laughs> you'd just be like, no, I don't want to do it. Whereas with this, it was just like consistent, consistent pumps. And I remember you showing me that you were like negative because you obviously have to invest to make yeah. money. And you're like, no, it's going to be, I'm going to hit like a... You were so buzzed when you hit £100 a day, do you remember? Yeah. £100. And now it's just like standard. That's what I say to people, because people are like... I literally had a post before, yeah, it was like, oh, I know it's not as good as those eight grand a month charts, and now it's like... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So all the people who are right there now making like a sale every few days, you're doing books, whatever. Like I was there, everyone started there. Yeah. And I'm telling you now, I'm as pumped as I was to be reselling the same... As pumped as I was picking up those shitty expensive in the end books at the beginning of the year I'm even more pumped than I am then now yeah, yeah. and that's just like it's just a telltale sign for me this is what I need to be pursuing yeah I think 2020 will be a good year and we'll have to do a podcast in a year 
from now or even six months from now and like look back on this yeah from my private jet Lamborghini yeah (laughs) (laughs) one day I remember Jason saying this he was like I have to rent a Lamborghini one day just for like the irony of it all do you know what I mean (laughs) yeah I probably wouldn't rent a Lamborghini for a day I'd rather have my little van Ferrari I I still want a Ferrari but anyway let's not get into that before you think I'm a get rich quick person (laughs) but anyway follow us both on Instagram if you haven't if you aren't yet so I'm at Naomi G Slight and you are at Prophet Joshi and also make sure if you've listened to this all the way through you leave a review an honest review on whatever platform you listen to on or it's got to be Apple I think it's Apple honestly make, sh- make sure you leave the review on Apple because you know Naomi's trying to trying to help in the community and it'll be nice it only take you 15 seconds to try and help yeah. her a little bit back and I get people um, messaging me leaving good reviews in my DMs yeah. it's like do it on freaking yeah. Apple <laughs> make sure you leave it <laughs> e- like even if it's constructive criticism it doesn't have to be like a fake yeah. good review like that guy with the bad comment once I spoke to him it turned into a positive thing make sure you leave the review it'll yeah. really help Naomi in her journey And yeah. so thanks for listening Merry Christmas and see you in a bit <laughs> <laughs> and a little message from Louis. A little message from Poo Poo. <laughs>